It's the Redirect Podcast. Search industry research, discussion, and analysis from the Black Truck Media and Marketing Headquarters. And now, redirecting you to the Black Truck Team. Redirect Podcast uh, from the team at Black Truck Media and Marketing. This is our first, I guess, inaugural podcast, uh, weekly podcast to discuss all things um, search engine marketing, search engine optimization, uh, where we sit around, drink coffee, and discuss industry news changes uh, within the within the search space. Uh, I'm Jason Dodge, founder of Black Truck Media Marketing. I'm Ashley Boven, search I'm, marketing intern. I'm Patrick Garrett. So I don't know if we'll do introductions or not. We'll uh, let's just revisit this and listen. And we probably will never produce this for the public, anyways. But <laughs> we can all listen to this, anyways. So um, I think basic theme that we're going to go around the table and just discuss uh, what everybody's kind of reading, what they're studying every week, and uh, it's our opportunity to reflect back on, on again, just kind of thought leadership, knowledge, sharing. Um, yeah, so what did everybody read this week? What uh, What's on your radar? What are you freaked out about? I'll start. Um, I found an article on Search Engine Land. Um, about filtering crawls, uh, more advanced digging in deeper on crawls. And I, I kind of feel like I live and die by a crawl. Mm-hmm. I really like getting into the grittiness of a crawl and, and finding all the, the nuances and then just studying it. And I've been sorting my crawls, not necessarily filtering my crawls. Um, um, I found... Another tool mentioned in here called Deep Crawl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've never explored our it. Friend, so. Our friend Andrew from the UK uses Deep Crawl okay. quite extensively. Yeah, I want to dig into that and see what the benefits are. And this this crawl this article, um, written by Glenn Gabe, um, talks how he uses Deep Crawl extensively in search. I'm sorry, uh, Screaming Frog extensively. And he says the value of the two of them added together adds up to three. So he says one plus one equals three as far as hmm. the two tools together. Um, he links to a previous article that he wrote um, about crawls from last year. It's a date on this one. Um, June of last year, so not quite a year old. Um, and it, it touches on an interesting area of a crawl that we don't focus on, and I never even thought about it. I never put a second thought into it. Is I go ahead right away and I filter out the 301 redirects. Mm-hmm. Um, it talks about making sure those 301 redirects are redirecting properly. Real, realized redirects, I think is what he says. And there's a, um, an advanced filter inside a Screaming Frog that always follow redirects. I think I, I haven't done and gone in and played with it yet, but we can go through and make sure that it's not redirecting to multiple redirects. Oh, yeah, so it doesn't get into a redirect loop or, or, or anything like or that? Or not just that. It's what if the redirect is an old, old redirect, but the new 200 page is now 404. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, we might just go ahead and remove those from a filter and clean them up and never think about them again. I'm guilty of that. But where is it going? Where are those 301s going to? And we got to make sure that those aren't causing further issues with it. It's interesting. I had a discussion this week with one of our clients on that very, very large site. And I think that the larger the site, the the deeper that problem becomes because you have a site with say 
1,800, 2,000 pages in this, in this case, m multiple applications, and there's multiple content administrators. So you have a lot of people pushing and pulling content, changing links and things like that, whether it has, they have a proper protocol or not, they're not thinking about that either. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that's where uh, you know, good SEOs can come into play in the, in the technical SEO level. That's really good. Right. Awesome. Ashley? I don't know if it was just the day, but yesterday when I was doing some reading online, I was just finding all sorts of good stuff. Um, I found an infographic um, from Microsoft and Bing about the future of search. And um, they were, they talked about the three P's of search, um, personal, pervasive, and predictive. Hmm. And um, I, there was kind of a theme going through some of the reading I was doing along the lines of personalization. Um, consumers expect personalized experiences. Um, and I found another reading, um, another article that was about creating landing pages, like multiple landing pages. Um, and I just thought that that was really interesting, like personalizing for the types of people that are coming to the websites. Mm -hmm. So I um, just saw some links between some of the articles I was reading and how there's a big push for personalization. Yeah, I think it was, um, I don't know if it was MozCon last year, two years ago, maybe it was 20, 2015, uh, Kara Harshman at the time was talking pretty, pretty um, in-depth on, on personalization of experiences and, and things like that. I think that's really, really good. I think it actually goes um, along with your uh, Persona Map um, blog post that you were working on too recently, so mm -hmm. that's really good. That's interesting. Um, Creating custom landing pages associated maybe with a, a PPC campaign, I've always kind of had mixed feelings for because there's opportunity to create duplicate content. Mm. You know, if I make um, a page that's catered to somebody of your lifestyle versus Jason's lifestyle, at the end of the day, the content is really going to draw you to the same thing. Mm. You know, and is that going to create some fluff on your site that you don't need? Unless you're using rel rel canonical tags, okay, and fair enough, and and or blocking of of some sort. You know, yeah. if it's if it's true. Right, and uh, that increases that PPC. That throws the importance of yeah. needing to do that. Was the context of the article was it PPC focus or just search in general focus? Search in general. Hmm. 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 Interesting. Hmm. How how does that work around then? Like, that's interesting. <clears throat> I'd like to read that article. Yeah, I'll share it with you. Um, search will deliver more personalized results and allow for more natural and personal ways to interact with computing, um, like with voice. Mm -hmm. um, Back to voice. 75% of online consumers get frustrated when content appears that has nothing to do with their interests. Um, yeah, interesting infographic here. That's good. We'll have, to, we'll have to link to that and share that. Yeah, I mean, it, I'm, I'm not going to click on something that's not to, my, not to my interest. But how does the person creating that content know what your interest is? Mm -hmm. The interest is about the subject on the page. And if it's not a right match, that's interesting. Where do you draw the line as the marketer versus the end user? True. True. Um, article I read was from uh, uh, Jennifer Slag at the Sun Post uh, recently here. Um, I went down the PPC route um, and Google testing out... 
uh, I guess a two card method style to for primarily coming after home services ads. So I'll throw one up on our on our screen here. So um, the example they use this is the Google example, right? The the searches for uh, locksmiths serving San Francisco. Um, so these are all these three guys right here at the top. What would be more? It, it almost feels like a carousel, like like a carousel mm -hmm. listing would be. Uh, especially more familiar with this in shopping in shopping ads. Um, so you get these three these three positions at the top here, but this is in addition to our our other two kind of text base or what we would know as our normal text base um, ads. Um, that's primarily for for home service type companies. So whether it's you know blacksmiths, roofing companies, concrete, you name it, uh, landscape. Um, this is something that we could probably see live environment rolled out. Um, also, we have this more locksmiths in San Francisco, so more of in your area. Um, I'm curious about, and Jennifer doesn't talk about it uh, on the some post. She doesn't talk about what this Google guaranteed is, um, so I'm not really familiar with this um, and how much of these are are real versus fictitious just for this this type of test, um, because all of them obviously have uh, five star ratings. Uh, they're all they're all very similar in nature, so I don't know, uh, um, you know, exactly how accurate this is. Right. I wonder um, if the Google guarantee has anything to do with maybe Google Wallet or the terms of payment accepted. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know if it's that, and I don't know if it if it's um, just another pay to play yeah. type scenario. You know, you're only going to get it right if mm -hmm. you're in this. In this it's mode. like an abbreviated version of the snack pack. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. It's you know? very much. It's very much carousel style, but not a carousel. Displays three results right now. Um, there's also a, there's also a stacked version of it too, depending on if you're in a mobile a mobile environment um, as well. So it seems that this is this is yet another change from from the uh, the Google Paid side of things. So I read that article too, and there's another one on that on hers site from I think the same day, um, where on the mobile side of of these cards, they're including a button for messaging. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's interesting too. It's it your site has to be supportive of having a messaging service mm -hmm. like chat a chat I would imagine. Well yeah, you figure we've had we've had um the ability to run message ads if you will. Mm -hmm. uh, I know that's probably not the 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 proper language to use so we might get chastised for that but um you know, click to message. Right. And and I think that that really rolled out and was very prominent with auto auto dealerships and things like that, you know, kind of a click to text method, but yeah, you have to have it supported on your site. Mm -hmm. But think about it, you know, if you're, uh, if you're providing an emergency uh, lockout service or yeah. emergency, um, water, water damage restoration right. type companies, right. I mean, that I could see a lot of advantage, especially yeah. So a lot of people don't want to call. Yeah. You're going to get a voicemail. You're going to wait, wait for it to ring. You're going to leave a voicemail. Mm -hmm. Are they going to hear a voicemail? Just know if, if I'm in a hurry, I might just message out four companies real quick and whoever mm -hmm. reaches out back gets the bid, you know. That's great. What else did you guys read? Uh, anything? Uh... I read the, on the SEM post. It was the same thing. Uh, the, the brief article on will you get demoted if you link to a page that 404s. Oh, I think I read something like yeah. that earlier yeah. this week. And um, Jennifer Slag reached out to um, Gary, I don't know how to say his last name. Illies. Illies. And she's like, I'm curious about this. And his answer is, no, absolutely not. <laughs> and it's, it's a funny, it's a screen cap from Twitter, but it's, it's a no. So if you have a page that you link out 
to a page that 404 is on another site, you will not get penalized hmm. for that because you have no control over that. Hmm. Perhaps the site owner on the other end should get their uh, should get their ducks in a row. Yes. <laughs> All right, Ashley. Was there anything else that came up in the world uh, of in the world of search or world of communications even? Um, something from the marketing props blog um, that again kind of relates to the personalization um, are marketers missing opportunities to seize consumer micro moments so talking about those moments that people will reach for their phone and do a mobile search basically mm-hmm. and um, paying attention to what those moments might be and, and how what the language that they'll be using in those moments would be um, yeah I know what else to say did you like totally geek out on that or was it like i'm I'm curious oh i well again i think it relates back to um knowing your customer and speaking their language and um i think it's part of that other end of search the future search that we've kind of been talking about here for the last couple of months uh which the deep conversation we having that triggered us creating this podcast was like voice search in the unknown mm-hmm. history of that like those micro moments that you're just mm-hmm. talking about like mm-hmm. it's, like someone says I'm going to grab my phone right now and look it up and a lot of times I'm going to voice search that that's mm-hmm. when I do a voice search um, okay Google you know like I do that all the time while I'm driving and those are those micro moments how do we market to that yeah. where are we going to get to that that's, our job as marketers how do we grab a hold of that and that's just, I, my brain isn't able to <clears throat> comprehend that right now that's really good um, another, another thing that I've been looking at again, that, um, not to, I, I kind of stuck on the, the paid search, uh, bandwagon this week in, in my reading and research. Um, you know, the biggest, biggest news, I think, um, the last thing I talked about was very much a test. Um, the biggest thing now is Google rolling out similar audiences for search and shopping ads. So mm. we've had similar audiences for, for a bit now in the display network and the GDN, now we have similar audiences that's out of beta. That's been in beta for, they beta tested that for about a year now. Um, so that's out of beta. And, um, and how it works is it works similarly to RLSA ads, if you're not familiar with RLSA, so remarketing lists for search ads. So uh, similarly, I've, I've been to your site, uh, I'm cookied. Um, I didn't take a particular action, I'm gonna follow you around and search. Now it puts those people in that audience but it knows what you search for. So if you search for like like Google's example is, um, say you came into the site and, and you were interested in running, um, but then the similar audience will identify that people on this list tend to also search for, so it's kind of this also searching for uh, triathlon training, buy lightweight running shoes, uh, that type of thing. So there, there are these other searches that they're performing or most likely to perform um, based on behavior and intent and things like that. Um, I haven't read too deeply in it to, to know, you know, over the course of the year is, is this driven also from the people also searched for that you're going to see, you know, all the way at the bottom of, mm-hmm. of Google SERP or, um, kind of some of the suggested searches or not. But, um, now that this is, this is available now and out of beta, um, I'm anxious to, I'm anxious to try that in the live environment and see, wonder see if- what it helps. Any of that stems like, is Amazon in cahoots with this at all? You know, because they have a pretty strong um, 
also searched for. Yeah, I don't. Feel, and I, there's. I don't. I don't know. I don't know the relationship. You know, I'm. I'm. I'm always curious on that. I don't want to be a. a I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist on it. You know, right. I, I know there are beta testers that were a lot of big. You know, yeah. major brands, Fiat Chrysler and stuff like that. They mm-hmm. they'll usually roll out those big betas. We've been included in some betas before, um, but it's almost like they're they're like beta beta. <laughs> it's it's like they've already run the beta test out to these really really large large major brands like mm-hmm. the the auto manufacturer at the manufacturer level, mm-hmm. not the dealership level, which is what we might be working with, mm-hmm. um, uh, or a or a you know. A, a boat manufacturer or something like that that we might be able to we might be able to do beta tests with, um, and and those aren't publicly shared, um, and nobody really knows what <laughs> what the hell is going to come right. from it. But yeah, it's, it'll be interesting to see how this works. And but that's a similar approach. There's been a lot of success with uh, Facebook's you know similar audiences and and being able to to build that out. Um, there's been a lot of success in that in that regard of building your audience. So. I think, I think it'll be an interesting test. Yeah, totally. Anybody else have anything uh, cool they want to share? No. So that kind of wraps it for our first, uh, I guess, our first initial redirect podcast. And we'll uh, we'll see how this goes after we listen to it and <laughs> hate how we hear uh, hear our voices and how we sound. And uh, But I think the whole goal is uh, share share thoughts, tools, insights, uh, develop some content around this and keep producing it, uh, hopefully in a weekly format, uh, that is digestible for, for those either in the industry or not in the industry. So that's it. Stay tuned. This has been the redirect podcast. Check out the show notes at blacktruckmedia.com and add us on iTunes and Stitcher.